Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Welcome to Come to Your Senses, the School of Sensual Living podcast. I'm your host, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through pleasure, mindfulness, embodiment, femininity, beauty, art, and of course, everyday sensuality. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast, to today's topic, which is the art of beauty ritual. So when I was 17 years old, I had just graduated high school, and I had gotten my dream job, which was working behind the makeup counter at Filene's department store in my little tiny town in upstate New York. And I had applied to a a college, a community college in way upstate. It was actually an agricultural college. But I knew in my heart that going to an agricultural college (laughs) was not what my heart, my deepest heart desired. And I had the privilege of making a choice at that time in my life. And I chose to stay home from going to college and work at the makeup counter at Filene's and follow my passion. I'm so grateful to my parents who allowed me the freedom to make that decision on my own. Their one insistence was that if I was going to not go to school for a degree, that I received some sort of professional training. And so I went to school to become an esthetician. And I had no idea what that word meant. All I knew was that I loved makeup. I loved cleansers. I loved moisturizers. And while I found I couldn't pass a history class or a math class to save my life, I knew every single detail about different types of eyeshadow and different types of lipstick and different ingredients and how they affected the skin. And it was so clearly my passion. And so I got my aesthetics license when I was 18 years old and jumped into a really flourishing career as an esthetician. And so I, as I record this for you, I am a woman who has been a skincare professional for 22 years. And I am thrilled to bring you today 
a lesson in how to bring more artful beauty ritual into your everyday. I give that little bit of an intro to just kind of share my credentials with you. But what was so interesting about that choice of career is that essentially what I was choosing is a career of sensual living. You know, aesthetics and spa therapy is all about touch and it's all about aroma and it's all about comfort and environment and using the senses to have almost an otherworldly experience. And so what I want to share with you today is similar to what I share with you on every episode, which is how can we elevate the experience of the things that you already do day in and day out, such as wash your face or apply your perfume, and make them an experience of encountering the sacred through your senses. And that's exactly what we're going to explore as I share four ways to take your beauty routines and elevate them to an everyday ritual of reverence. So when we talk about beauty ritual, you know, for as long as history has been recorded, beauty ritual has been a form of feminine spiritual practice. And most importantly, when we talk about the temple of your body, you know, I recently did an episode on the art of living sensually, and I talked about how as a child, I loved church and I loved going to church and I would go and I would scrub the pews on weekends for fun. (laughs) And what an astounding experience that was to have an experience of cleaning, which was this chore that I would do at home, but have it be a sacred act because I was doing it in the church. And the metaphor of that for how we care for this temple that is the body, where something as simple as washing your face can actually become a form of prayer and worship and adoration for the sacred as it lives in your cells. And so the first method for tending the temple of your body through beauty ritual is the method of exfoliation. So exfoliation is the simple process of using either a manual agent, such as a salt or a sugar or a brush, or a chemical agent, such as a hydroxy acid or an enzyme, to dissolve or brush off dead skin cells on the surface of your skin. Your skin is constantly turning over new tissue. Your skin is a very alive organ. It's your body's largest organ. It respirates. It takes in nutrition from the world around you. It produces necessary vitamins for the functioning of your entire body. It protects you. It's this wonderfully alive, ever-evolving organ. And one of the things that it does is on the very surface is that it renews itself, just like all of our organs renew themselves. But rather than renewing itself within, it sheds that excess tissue without. And what can happen is that especially in the winter months or the drier months, and especially as we get older, this rate of turnover of skin cells begins to slow. 
And if you live in a drier climate or if you are experiencing dryness in your home due to heat and dry air outside, is that those dead skin cells will begin to kind of cling on and accumulate. And so one of my favorite beauty rituals that I love is a ritual called polishing the marble. And so if I imagine that my skin is like the marble altar of a temple, exfoliation is a way that I can bring smoothness and life and nourishment back to that temple. You can exfoliate the skin on your body every few days. You can exfoliate the skin on your face. That's a little bit more tricky of a topic because it's very personal. And if you're using other exfoliating ingredients in your moisturizer, things like that, you want to you wanna just be careful not to sensitize and over exfoliate the skin. But depending on the kind of exfoliant that you use, you can exfoliate your face anywhere from one to two times a week to every day if you're using a gentle micro exfoliator. And one of the simplest ways I like to exfoliate my skin is to start with a dry body brush. And so you've probably seen those at the health food store. It's just a dry, it's usually a boar hair bristle brush. You can also get them in a natural bristle, like a bamboo bristle. And a dry body brush is something you can use every day to help stimulate your lymphatic system, boost immunity, encourage softer skin. But I'll start with a dry body brush. And then from the kitchen cupboard, I'll grab dry coffee grounds and I'll mix them with either oil, if that's appropriate for your skin, or if that's not appropriate for your skin or you need to be careful if you're living with a person who's sensitive to falls and you need to be careful and not use oil in your shower, you can use body wash. And mix equal parts coffee and oil or body wash to create just a bit of a fine paste. And then just using those coffee grounds, you can also swap out salt or sugar. It's a simple two-ingredient instant scrub recipe. And when you're scrubbing yourself in the shower, I recommend working towards the heart. So as you're scrubbing yourself on your arms, working from wrist to elbow, elbow to shoulder, when you're scrubbing yourself on your legs, ankle to knee, knee to hip. And this is to follow the natural pathway of the lymphatic system, which helps to detoxify your body and strengthen your immune system. When you are performing your ritual of polishing the marble, I encourage you to call to mind the everyday wisdom that it's not so much about what you do to your skin or your body, but how you lavish this temple of your body with this scrub. And so when I'm doing a scrub ritual, I love to turn the lights down low. I have beautiful music playing and I really take my time. And so on your body, there are certain areas where dead skin cells tend to accumulate a little bit more, such as the outer sides of your calf, especially if you cross your legs, that part of the leg receives a lot of compression. And so it's common to get ingrown hairs and little bumps in that area. Same thing with the backs of your thighs. If you sit a lot, the backs of the arms, also a common area to feel bumpiness or roughness. 
And so as you're working over these areas, it's common, and I do this myself, to want to just rub the bumps out and, you know, get them off your skin and approach it from a hurry up and change kind of perspective. But if we're polishing the marble of the temple of your body, I encourage you to take your time and particularly on these areas that might receive a heavier hand of criticism, taking a breath, taking a pause, and asking that part of your body, how would you like to be touched right now? How can I care for you? How can I nurture you? And then quietly tuning in and receiving whatever answer is available. After you complete your polishing the marble ritual, it's the perfect time to give yourself the gift of self-massage. And so a little known fact is that, well, actually a well-known fact is that touch can have a dramatic effect on our mood and our health. This is why newborn babies are regularly massaged, especially when they're premature as it helps them gain weight faster. This is why therapy dogs are brought to nursing homes so that elderly patients who usually receive less loving or therapeutic touch can have that experience of intimate bonded touch with an animal. A lesser known fact is that When you give yourself a massage, the same chemicals that create the healing bonding effect through touch with another are released when you offer yourself your own touch. And so offering yourself self-massage, you know, similar to the scrub ritual, it's very common to just slap that lotion on your legs and go on about your day. But in keeping with this theme of the body being a temple, I encourage you to take this practice that you're already doing of applying lotion and experiment with doing it just a little bit slower and bringing yourself just a little bit more present as you offer yourself the gift of your own touch One of my favorite ways to perform self-massage is to offer my belly and my breasts massage because even when you receive a professional massage, these are two areas of the body that usually receive very little touch outside of erotic touch and the belly, particularly particularly in the bodies of people who have uteruses, the belly is constantly swelling and receding like the full and the new moon. And in our world that really disowns the cyclical nature of our planet and our bodies, a really powerful way that you can offer this part of your body love and care and attention and approval is through your own touch. And so a simple way to get started is to just warm some oil or some lotion on your hands. I really recommend oil as lotion can kind of be a little bit cold and it also penetrates very quickly because it's water-based. And so if you use a dense cream or an oil, that's going to give you slip for a little bit longer. 
And a really simple movement is to begin with one hand on the pelvis, one hand on the heart, and breathe into that connection between the belly and the heart, taking about three to five breaths there. And then placing your fingertips on top of the pubic bone, taking a deep breath in. And you can do this with me right now if you're sitting or if you're lying down. Taking a deep breath in, and as you exhale, dragging your fingertips from the pubic bone back to the belly button. As you reach the belly button, lightening your pressure, dragging your hands all the way up to the base of the sternum. And then applying deep pressure once again on your exhale as you slide down the center of the belly over the stomach, back to the belly button, lightening the pressure and returning to the pubic bone. The reason that we apply deeper pressure in an upward motion on the lower belly and then lighten and then deeper pressure in a downward motion on the upper belly and then lighten is because this works with the natural directional fibers of this part of the body. You can also do this movement with a full palm, which feels really nice and flat and fleshy. And something I love to do is just take my fingertips and knead the flesh on my belly It's very sumptuous. And so, you know, again, that's one of thousands of movements, thousands of ways that you can offer your body the gift of loving touch. And I do offer a course in the art of self-massage that has over eight different guided massage routines. If you'd like to check that out, you can head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash massage. The third is to curate the ingredients that you serve to your skin. And so this is where we're going to get a little more technical and scientific, but I want to share with you some of the top ingredients that I recommend avoiding in your skincare products. And this is actually also an article on my website. I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you don't have to write these things down. It's called Don't Go Skincare Shopping Without This. But if you think about the skin, you know, the skin respirates, the skin digests just like our body. And so if you're a person who likes to avoid putting chemicals in your food, you are most likely also a person who may want to avoid the following ingredients in your skincare products. The first is any petroleum-based ingredient such as mineral oil, petrolatum. These are crude oil-based ingredients. And in addition to just not being super lovely for the skin to ingest, these ingredients also can have an occlusive effect on the skin, meaning that they just kind of sit on the surface of the skin. And you'll find them in a lot of lotions, sometimes in your cleansers, and it can definitely cause breakouts, ingrown hairs, bumps, things like that. can also have a very softening effect, but... I really recommend things like plant-based oils, almond oil, grapeseed oil, things like that, which give a little bit more respiration to your skin. Another ingredient that you may want to avoid is something called isopropyl myristate and isopropyl palmitate. You'll find these in moisturizers, face powders, makeup, things like that. And once again, this is just a chemical ingredient that can create breakouts and clogging, especially in the skin on the face. 
I really recommend avoiding products that have artificial fragrance as much as you can. There can be thousands of different chemical agents in one bottle of fragrance or one type of fragrance that's added to a skincare product. And so choosing products that have essential oils and more natural ingredients to source their aroma is a much kinder thing to offer your skin. And you may want to avoid certain foaming agents like sodium lauryl sulfate, sodium laureth sulfate. These are chemical foaming agents that can sometimes irritate the skin. And so ingredients like saponaria extract, coconut derived foaming agents, these offer a little bit gentler and a little bit kinder of an approach to your skin. I'll also include in the show notes from this episode, there's a website that has a directory of different ingredients and you can type in a certain brand or you can type in an ingredient and get a full read on its toxicity level to the body and to the skin. And the final way that I recommend honoring the temple of your body through beauty ritual is to pay special attention to the way that you anoint yourself with fragrance. And so fragrance is our most emotionally linked sense. I remember being 15 years old and my high school crush wore cologne from Bath and Body Works. And on weekends when we would go to the mall, I would go secretly go to the Bath and Body Works section and I would spray that cologne on a little index card and I would keep it in my wallet so I could sniff it anytime I wanted. And I'm sure that you have had many experiences of smelling a certain type of cookie baking in the oven and thinking of a beloved family member that you may have baked with. Or by contrast, smelling a hairspray of your nemesis and having that conjure and trigger a somewhat traumatic memory. Our sense of smell is also very, very linked to our experiences of trauma. And so a way that you can use this sacred tool of aroma to honor the different chambers of this temple of your body is to apply your fragrance And when I say fragrance, you know, once again, I really recommend using fragrant essential oil blends whenever you can. But if you are using a perfume, because let's be honest, you'd have to pry my collection of French perfumes out of my cold dead fingers, something that you can do to apply it to areas of the body where you don't want to uh, be spraying, overly spraying, is you can apply it to a cotton bud and just caress it over the body. A way to celebrate and anoint this temple of your body is to apply your fragrance to parts of your body that may not normally receive that blessing. Places like the arch of your foot, the soft spot behind your knees, right above your pubic bone on your pelvis, inside your belly button underneath the canopy of your hair on the back of your neck, on the underside of your breasts. And as you do this, as you anoint yourself, know that every person who encounters your fragrance is going to also receive a blessing as a result of this anointing. And one thing I also want to mention is that in the Art of Self-Massage course, 
there is a full fragrance anointing ritual that's included as a bonus in that course. And so, my loves, it has been another sumptuous journey with you into the art of living sensually. I hope this episode has served you. If so, please consider sharing it with a friend and heading over to schoolofsensualliving.com slash review for a link to leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for joining. See you next time. For coaching, classes, and community in the art of sensual living, head to schoolofsensualliving.com. There, you'll find a free video course in how to shed anxiety and embody your most confident self through the secrets of feminine body language. Head over to schoolofsensualliving.com confidence for immediate access today.